Well, this episode is going to be interesting. Just wow. by the just probably we put so much going on this fucking week. I completely forgot what we were supposed to be talking about. Drugs. Not even and, drugs, because I haven't been smoking. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't preach to that ministry. Oh, I'm going to grab this bong in just a minute. Don't worry. I mean, don't worry. <laughs> you ain't Sit down. Act like you got some damn sense. Please do. Oh, don't make that face. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to a social experiment gone wrong entitled Who Raised You Hoes? Look at the material. Yeah. What's wrong with the bottom? Nothing. And it is time for Marlon to stir this pot, but goddammit, y'all stress me out so much, I just can't. Welcome to another social experiment gone wrong called Who Raised You Hoes? I am your host, Lonnie. And if you guys did not hear from last episode, my co-host Marlon is taking a bit of a whole leave of absence, if you will. <laughs> so I will be a sabbatical, if you will. But shout out to my friend in his place this week. I do have one of your favorites. Am I really a from favorite? Before. Am I really a favorite? Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Ch- um, your episode my PR rep didn't tell me that <laughs> your PR your PR rep told you that because you know my assistant shout out to Pert had texted to you and told did you that your episode was in the top ten. I don't know about that, but thank you, Jesus, to everybody. Thank <laughs> Yes, Kiriakos is back with us. The door is in the building, amen. And come on, look. There is a poem in Gilead. (laughs) I cannot stand you. You can and you will. But you are okay. Let's see what's on the jacket this week. I think I'm gonna dive right into it because this is going to this is not going to be a sober show in any way, shape, or form. So this sober, what do you mean? Uh, are, the smirk lets me know that that's a lie. My wine is in the fridge, darling. I am sober. Are you now? Mm-hmm. The, I don't believe that. I don't believe. I don't that. know why. I don't. I don't partake on work night. I am very um straight edge during the week, darling. Mm. No, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, excuse me while I get my chalice. <laughs> That's fine. I'm done. Yeah. Not a chalice, just I'm done. Excuse is me. Is it like a Snoop is it like a Snoop Dog chalice? Oh you can let that have it right here. Let me change this background from this earth stuff. I can. That's cute. Thank What's you. What's your opulence? I, you know. You know, mm-hmm. you see that it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing an enhancement right now. Don't worry. Come on, enhancement. A nice little herbal enhancement, amen. <clears throat> oh, come on, Jesus. What? I'm change my water. I can't. All right. So let's get into the things. I think I should start with this good news first. Um, shout out to Missy Elliott in a tribe called Quest. 
Q-tip, okay. I want to have your babies. Mm-hmm. Q-tip, I want to have your babies. Okay. For being nominees into the for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not a lot of us have that to quote Mariah. Mariah's uh, nomination. It's it's past 25 years for her. She's at 30. They're just being petty with my mama at this point now. At this point, they really are. They um list as well. <clears throat> the spinners have been nominated. Cheryl Crow. Cindy Lauper, George uh, Michael. Yes, you better name my name, say, and, and where my name comes from, goddammit. Okay. You know, I was a little excited when I, I love Missy, but when I seen my, my, my namesake, I, I was I was a little I was, you know, I'm I'm a George Michael fan. <laughs> so I we got to list the we got to start casting the votes. I voted today. Um and of course, I got to cast it. I su- who did I select? I took a picture of it. Who did I select? Hmm. Everybody, bitch. A Tribe Called Quest, Missy, mm-hmm. The Spinners, George Michael, yeah. and Cindy Lauper. You know, oh, it's funny. I, I read an article about it yesterday about the nominations or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was just thinking in my head when I was sitting at work, I was just like, I would really love like a Cindy Lauper podcast because I love to hear her talk. Like she, she's the, like the most sweetest, most down to earth lady. At she's from really, what I've seen. Exactly. I, I, I don't and, really know her catalog that well, but I do enjoy her spirit. I do. Though I wish I could have casted another vote for Cheryl Crow. That is the only thing I'm mad about that you only let you choose five. You know, I like her. She, she had, I, I give her her credit because she started out with Michael Jackson. Um, funny enough, I was like five years old mm-hmm. and my mom recorded when well, my brother recorded, like, it's like this thing that they did like back in the eighties where it was like the Michael Jackson tour special. It was basically like the, ba- the, the, the big version of what Beyonce does now where it's like, it was like a Michael Jackson around the world tour type of thing that had like mm-hmm. Alicia Rashad and Amara Rashad on it. Ooh. And I never knew like as a kid that the white lady that they was playing on the adult contemporary station was Cheryl Crow. And so I was just watching this scene, Michael Jackson thing with this white woman on the stage. She had the whole eighties blowout. She basically looked like what Mariah looked like when she first came out big, Big bouncy curly hair, tight ass black dress, that kind of thing. <laughs> yes. So you know, I, I have to give her her credit for that. She does deserve. She she's been a trooper, and she has a really good cover of um sign sign your name by um Terrence Trent Darby or Sinanda Matreya, however you choose to identify him. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a really good cover of that with uh, Justin Timberlake a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I know I don't really fuck with Justin Timberlake like that, um, mm-hmm. but I I highly recommend people go listen to that. I, she, of course, I she I love Soak Up the Sun. Call me. That's my little blonde moment. My little blonde. Uh-uh. You you can't forget first cut of the deepest bitch. VH1 water not back in there. Listen, okay. VH1 made a Cheryl Crow fans. It, it, it did, and uh, you know, and I hate, I hate, I, I hate to be one of the people like, you know, a lot of people are always like, I wish it was like the old days where like VH1 put me on to a lot of good ass music as a child. Because yeah. they would they would always be running jumpstart like at seven a.m. in the morning when I was supposed to get up to school. You better preach to my tribe and mentioning jumpstart. The, the, 
the top 20 countdown every Saturday morning. Uh-huh. I was watching that. You better know the things. That's how Z-H-1. I found out about uh, Train and uh, Dave Matthews being all that shit. That's some good music. Or- that was my little Oreo side came out. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. one used to be a gem back in the day. And Did I used you- to love when they when they would do like the takeovers with um with like Janet Jackson Day or Whitney Houston Day. Oh my God! Yes. Do, mm-hmm. Oh my God! Do you remember Island Soul? No. What's uh, that? The Neo Soul one that they had. Remember when um VH1 had the premium channels? If you had premium, oh, see, we were too poor for that. <laughs> oh shit! So when they had, <laughs> when when VH1 Soul turned into like centric, now it's BT her like. Yeah. I'm going through some identity but, issues, man. But oh my goodness, hold on. What's once. that? What's that? Your trade? <laughs> no, hold on. Yeah. My apologies for that quick delay. Um, relative phone call that I had to take. <laughs> Famous people problem. Okay, I had to take that real quick. I don't um, know that. Like that's famous people problems. Child. <laughs> So we were getting into VH1's greatness and nostalgia back in mm-hmm. our time, especially with talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because these are actually artists from our era. And it's such a big yeah, and funny enough, they used to funny enough, they used to show um Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on VH1. They did, and they got to the point no longer televising the actual ceremony. No, they moved it up at HBO. Oh shit. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Oh my God. So we will get to see it. I hope they do it in Brooklyn. I promise you, I'll do it in I'll I'll not go to work that day. <laughs> um no, I think they're I think I read an article like a couple months ago when they were about to do the one that just passed. Mm-hmm. And I think they I forgot why they did. I think that they're gonna do them all in LA from now on, I think. But I could be wrong, but I remember reading something like that. It's like either LA or New York, one or Cleveland. It's between those three cities that they're gonna keep it in permanently. Why would but I would also be intrigued to know why would they want to keep it in Cleveland? Because the rock hall is in Cleveland. You know what? This is why I had a question. Yeah, and it's funny, that's the only reason why I want to go to Cleveland, because I don't I don't really have a reason to go to Cleveland. I know a couple of people off Twitter there that I need to go hang out with. Mm-hmm. They live there, or they live in the surrounding areas. But I really want to go to see them and for the Rock Hall because I want to see them Prince outfit. Because you know I'm a Prince stand too. Okay, Marlon which Steve makes me think. Again. Which <laughs> makes me think. What if Missy or George Michael or Charles Quest get in? I wonder what items they're gonna have in the museum on display. I want Missy to give them that damn bag i want her to give them i, I feel that like that bag. that's what's gonna go i feel like that that is gonna go there i feel like that bag is gonna go there like her that actual bag from the video either that or yeah it would have to be that bag it's iconic mm-hmm. she she has some iconic outfits but that one was that's the one that everybody talk about when they first see this or they talk about this i think for a tribe they might have. Isn't that album cover for Midnight Marauders a painting? Mm-hmm. They might give them the actual painting from that cover. That's 
Yeah, I can see that. Because I know they have to own it after all this time. Or own the well, rights to it. Um, they assigned to a major label that wasn't, isn't very kind to rap artists that used to be on the label. That's all I'm going to say. Shout out yeah. to UGK. Shout out to Pimp C. Uh, I'm still smoking out, pumping up, making good deals, busting nuts, old school, straight pro, make them get down on the floor. I'm going to keep in case of witches. I'm sorry. We love a southern hymn. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I still play love song, okay? <laughs> I ain't mad at it. That is a southern hymn. I if I, I don't trust nobody that don't like Pimp C. I always want to put that on a t-shirt. Because it's true. I don't trust nobody that don't like Pimp C. And like he said, the dick ain't free. Because <laughs> trash do like to fuck for $40 on the club. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So, apparently... TJ Holmes and Amy Robach have been fired from ABC. Um, you know, a lot of people may have forgotten, but you know, TJ Holmes just had that show on BET, and so when he got the 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 Good Morning America ABC gig, it excited me because I felt like he needed a second chance, like after the BET thing, because everybody knows that BET stuck to doing news programming in general. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was excited for him to get the ABC opportunity because the man is fine as fucking. Who don't want to just sit and look at a fine nigga tell them how the world ended? You, you know. Um, but I, I feel like if TJ Holmes was a white man, this would have just been like how they blew it under the rug, like uh, Matt Lauer. Mm. They kind of blew it under the rug after a while, just let him go, and probably would have brought him back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, if he was a white man, this wouldn't have happened. Um, so it's fucked, and I feel like it's a bullshit reason. Because who don't be fucking their coworkers? I, I I don't, but you know, celebrities I mean, unfortunately they fuck their coworkers if you think about it. So it's like a common thing. So I, I and I know people that have done it, but again, that 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 wasn't right in them to fire him. In my opinion, that was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I found it so funny how the day before they announced that. Um, that they were going to let them go. There was like, I just happened to pop on Twitter because I haven't really been on Twitter. So anyway, I popped on Twitter and I saw um, there was like a uh, kind of like a a uh, there was an article about them, but they were just saying like basically TJ fucked a couple of other girls in, in the uh, in in the studio. Yeah, I was hearing that too, and I'm just like. I, and, and it's, in my head, I was just like, I feel like tomorrow they're going to announce that they letting either him go or they letting both of them go. And then they announced they, they announced both of them was going to go. Yeah, they announced that they let both of them go. They made several accusations about their relationship and robots alcohol use mentioned in mediation. I mean, the woman going through a divorce, both of them. I feel like, I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo, they just, I feel like maybe, and I could be wrong because I'm more than likely wrong. I'm not going to be the little nigga mean with the little African uh, koofy hat oh, on. Come on, so, come on. But so I, I, feel like, I feel like ABC, ABC felt like their ratings were maybe tanking, so they needed something to spice up shit to make people tune in. I always said, I feel, I kept saying this when I talked about this before. I'm like, yo, 
I feel like because if you think about it, a lot of a lot of like news programming. Anytime I think of like news programming, I think of the Today Show. I kind of think of CBS because I love to see Gail King fuck us up with her fashion and her wigs. But then there's nothing that's really <laughs> memorable about ABC. So I feel like probably they're the lowest on the totem pole as far as ratings. So maybe this may have been the perfect stunt for them, but I don't... I, I think it was a dumb reason to fire both of them. You know, they had to pay them one hefty sum because... You well, had you basically had to break their contracts to terminate yeah. them. Because remember, there is different when they're not like paycheck to paycheck people. They get paid yearly salary. Yeah, but if you think about it too, it also may depend on how the laws are set up in, in your state. You know what? I am in New York and this is true. Yeah, so it may be some kind of stipulation fathers or I don't I don't necessarily know how entertainment works, even though I would love to be in the industry. Hello. Um I don't I don't know what that looks like because I've never been in that type of environment to give an answer for that. Mm-hmm. I feel I just I hate when it gets messy and I feel like it was unnecessarily messy because she was in the middle of a divorce. He was still married, didn't file for the divorce until this came to public light. Mm-hmm. Now both of them out of a job. It's like, yeah. I don't, I don't oh. I, That's the next thing. It's just like, what could be next for TJ? Like you and I, I don't want to see him do a podcast because everybody in their mama is doing a podcast now. Hey, hey, hey now. don't no, 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 no. I, I mentioned it as far as like random celebrities. I'm not going to say no names of who. <laughs> but some of them are doing podcasts and talk shows that they don't necessarily need to be doing. So I don't want to see him do that route. Maybe if he went to, what did he on CNN or was it MSNBC? I, I think MSNBC because, you know, uh, it's just. So it's I think a... maybe he'll go down the cable news route. Maybe. If not, he may be like a. Him possibly on like extra or extra Hollywood, those types of things. I could see BET pulling the stunt and trying to bring him back. They're not because they're kind of in the middle of restructuring their stuff as well now too. Um, they need to at least Paramount, Paramount in general. They need to bring back the good old days of BET. I'm talking Cena's World BET. I'm talking listen, I hate to say, but Cedar was definitely my babysitter in the summertime. Okay. This show kept us entertained. The BTS kept us very entertained, if you think about it. Because. Yeah, they just. They gave you a little bit of some of everything. BT was my babysitter. I mean, hey. The the commercials may have been trash, but they remember Bulls Hill, and they definitely had an impact on us that we still talking about the oh, old my, shit. So maybe the I, maybe they maybe they could, but I feel like they would have him as like a host of like, or maybe even he, he could be like a host on like one of those like reality shows, maybe or like some kind of like dancing contest. Maybe hosting a game show like there's a there's a multitude of routes that the teacher Hunts can go. <laughs> as I'm as I'm sitting here thinking all this shit out, there's a lot of ways he can go. So he doesn't necessarily have to stick to news. Doesn't I, I, mean, I don't know what Amy go. Amy's probably gonna go to like 
the holiday, not like Hallmark Channel and shit. She's gonna be like in a commercial and shit. I could see Amy pulling a nasty stunt and going to CNN. I could see it. I could see her going to CNN. Don't know why. I could see her having well, a little CNN stunt. doesn't really have anybody now. Their well, their parent company is also restructuring as well after they bought AT and T. So. You know, there's a chance I, just, I could see that. I could see that. You know? I just want, I just want sidebar, side rail. Mm-hmm. I just want HBO Max to do right by their shows. I That's just not going to work either. I, I know they're in the middle of restructuring, but I don't give a damn right now. You had the gall, the gumption, the audacity to cancel the shows. Not only cancel them. Remove them from your platform. Well, I mean, they don't want to pay any additional royalties. I so mean, residuals. Residuals, not royalties. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about music, but it's the same principle. Shit. The same shit. I mean, those people still work on. That's still fucked up to those people. Well, I think I think most people because um, what's the black lady that was in the help? Um, not Viola, the the thicker one. I told Octavia Spencer. Octavia. Octavia Spencer was on um, Jennifer Hudson's show like maybe last week or two weeks ago. And she was telling Jennifer Hudson that basically there was a movie that came out in like the mid nineties called The Sixth Man or some shit like that. And um she had a role in the film mm-hmm. with one of the Wayne one of the Wayne brothers or some shit like that. But she had a role in the film. And so she had all these scenes that she filmed with them. However, when the time when the, when the time came for the movie to come out, all of her scenes were cut. But she still received a credit for that movie, and she also got a full check. Mm. Has, so even seen. though they even though Discovery is canceling all these programs and cutting them from HBO Max, um, people still gonna get paid. You know. You know why she was on there? Have you ever gotten into any of the Apple TV um content? Uh, sometimes. You ha- um, have- I have Apple TV, but I, I I watch it sometimes, not all the time. I'm not really a big TV watcher, but some shit I do. Know. Go ahead. She has a show on there um, called Truth Be Told. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. It's giving me. Honestly, Let me add, I'm sitting here looking at Beyonce and screen now. Let me add it. Yes, it's like three. It's they're on season three now, but it's really good. Okay. If you have not seen it, please do yourself a favor. I need to get paid for that. Listen, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, so, listen! They got her hairstyle perfectly on the screen on 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 this photo for the show. Apple Let TV. Con- the Apple TV. Only on the third season. Let me add this. Keep talking. Apple TV's content and the clarity of their content is something to be talked about. Top notch. Top notch <clears throat> quality. That yeah, most of my on. most of my stuff I made has been made on Apple products, so I I know that firsthand just editing and working with this shit. I'm still. Extracting shit, it it, ma- it it makes for good quality um, visuals. Definitely, Apple did that. I don't know what all they did. They did that. Indeed, indeed. 
Where am I in this? So it's going to be the Hunger Games 2013 because Mother has announced the Renaissance World Tour. Mm-hmm. The girls are speculating. And, and it's even more dates today, too. And, okay. and did, and did, and I got tea on that. So the girls were speculating that announcement was coming. They had been speculating, I want to say, since last year that the tour was coming. Like, first it was you, the... where. This is another point, listeners, this is another point that, you know, new high versus old high. Continue. I have a point to make when you finish. It was hinting toward it during the wearable art gala that the tour was coming. And, of course, old high, you know how we operate. Mm-hmm. That was the first indication it was coming. Because they're like, mm-hmm. no dates or anything announced. That's how you knew it was coming. Uh-uh. Go ahead, continue, because I, I got a point to add to this. Then everyone's like that. Oh, of course, all the third party sites because everyone's looking, they're scouting like they're gonna buy tickets. See, um, (laughs) (laughs) so they're like, Oh, Beyonce added these dates, they're they're dates for Beyonce, she's coming. But then I'm like, Uh huh. Then on the first day of Black Mm -hmm. History Month. The month that I'm born in, I mean, that's how you knew it was meant to be. But the best Christmas gift ever. Thank you, girl. Listen, the best birthday gift ever was her announcement for Break My Soul on my birthday for it to be released the day after. <laughs> so, the generous queen. <laughs> Ask Ellen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I gagged when I saw the, the pose and the cover, not even the cover, the poster for the tour. Mm-hmm. And the dates. And the date that I pre for is the year anniversary for Renaissance. Look at God. I said, look at the Lord. I said, I oh, God. So, Here's T. Mm-hmm. Here's why I call it the Hunger Games. Yes. They're saying the demand is not meeting the supply. Y'all, anybody that has been faithfully seeing the Queen at these other places, like Coachella, y'all should have known that I, I was at Coachella. And I said in 2018, when Mama goes back, on another solo tour, that demand is going to be so high. I knew it. Just from seeing that shit in person, myself, the demand was going to be high. And baby, is it? Because now they're saying that, they're saying that by the just the pre-sales alone, mm-hmm. they're running out of tickets to pre-sell. Well, it's like, Mama is looking <laughs> to sell, sell out that tour literally Here's the thing for me. I'm I I consider myself old hive now. Like ninety seven is about to be ninety seven is about to be like thirty years ago, pretty soon. Okay. Anybody that knows Beyonce Giselle knows Potter knows that Mama strikes during 
tax time. Always. Consecu- consecutively. And we know at least every two to three years, mama is going to have a new project or a new tour or something new for us to eat up. And y'all so, run. Mm-hmm. So th- this, this whole stunt that everybody just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's just like, y'all just need to sit and pay attention to signs sometimes. Like, I'm not saying we told you, we telling you so, but we telling you told so. you like, so. Pay attention. She she never says anything flat out. She just does a pattern of things, and it all makes sense. And after a while, you just kind of you pick up on comfort it. With, yeah, yeah, and it's like it makes me very confident because I'm just like, yeah, I already knew, I already knew that was coming, but I'm more excited for the show than actually everything released because everybody's freaking about freaking out about these damn visuals still i'm i'm still enjoying the music <laughs> like okay. when you called me i was listening to it on my sound system on my living room so it, i'm just comforted in 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 the music which is special because a lot of the new popcorn bitches can't do that can i'm still i'm still in love with the music and I'm anticipating the the the, uh, the 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 September 23rd date and maybe the 24th. Um, but she always does two dates in Houston, like New Orleans, so that's fine. And she always it's shows the same. and it's the same for New York. They're like serious, and like every time it's gonna mm-hmm. be two shows at MetLife. It never fails. Yeah, but I'm like, this and, is- go ahead. The thing for me is, I, I, and I keep telling people think I'm lying when I say I am. I learned my lesson at On the Run too. That was my first time ever buying like the VIP package for any kind of artist. Mm-hmm. That VIP package was worth it. It was worth all seven hundred fifty dollars that me, my cousin, and my good friend went to. That it was worth it. The experience. I, I get that it was just like a regular concert, but it, it was nice to not have to battle Ticketmaster system. So every Beyonce concert move forward, I'm always gonna purchase VIP package. Just I for am, just for the ease of not having to fight this damn janky ass system of theirs. I am ants and I'm prepared, and I'm saying this on wax. Mm-hmm. I am prepared to spend a thousand. And I know. Like you have to, and it's not even it's not even the inflation point. It's just like the experience in VIP is really different. I'm saying this because I don't believe I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. What am I about to say? I don't know what you're gonna say. This will be my first Beyonce show. Now wait a minute, bitch. I've every single tour. I've missed it. I've missed the opportunity to go. I've missed it every time. I was so Melissa, mad. You are going to enjoy your life. I am prepared. I, at the, I'm telling you that now. You are going to enjoy your life. I'm, your I'm heart going to be beating out your fucking chest, and it's going to hurt. You're going to have to kind of catch your breath. See, I, I did that. Um. During on the run too, yeah that that was that was that was a bit much. I was kind of used to it again at Coachella, but I still kind of felt that feeling like adrenaline is gonna be pumping like a motherfucker. Like I don't think y'all get it. I'm like, 
It's on my bucket list. When I saw Solange, I, I, I almost lost my shit when I saw her at Radio City. Uh, I haven't seen her since 2017 when she did a festival here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't brought the festival back, but that the last the year that she performed was the last year they had it, and I still kind of remember that time. She she's a good she puts on a good show too. I yes, want to see Solange. I want to see Solange do an actual tour, but Mama has said she does not feel like paying for all the expenses for touring. So y'all better come see me at a festival. So whatever festival and she does, I'm I'm there next. Whatever I next s- album cycle. I, cause I was so mad when she didn't get to tour for when I get home, cause I was able to see her for our, uh, for Orion's, um, Orion's rise when she you did know that what short. You know me off about what, what pissed me off about that era? She was supposed to do Coachella in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Her band, it, it was like her band, or either she got sick or her entire band got sick, and she had to cancel. Wow. So I, I, I missed out on my second time with Pink Solange four years ago, but I'm sure she'll come back around and do something. Mama had me aunt for Fubu. Let me tell <laughs> you something. I will put uh, I still have that video on my phone to this day of when she did Fubu. I'm gonna put it up for context. Like this is what I was talking about. Like when I say she put showed her ass, she showed her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still I was, got some uh some of those videos from that 2017 show myself, so definitely. Uh, I agree. Okay. Yeah, listen, mama puts on I the was show. so I was so eased at that salon show at that festival because I was sharing my blunt with random ass people. And I don't share my blunt unless I know you like Word. Like it was that good of a time. I you know, I haven't done the concert thing, and I guess you could say thanks to the panty, which they're now saying that um, Biden is going to end the health crisis for COVID in May. I didn't know COVID knew that. I still like about this shit, and I want to keep it that way. Listen. And people just like, how are you in kitchen? I'm just like, I stay home like most of the time. Everybody thinks I'm always like running streets. Most of the time, if I'm not at work, I'm at home. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I do not want COVID. <laughs> it, after having it twice, but the first one felt like death warmed over twice. I don't know. That first time was no joke. I'm like, I yeah. don't wish this on my worst enemy. As soon as I got the, the, as soon as they announced the vaccination, I got it. I just got my booster like a couple weeks ago, actually, like two weekends ago. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. I I'm now to the point, thanks to my allergies, I ride the train with a mask. Okay. So I listen, thanks to my allergies, I don't know if I got time for that. Well listen, we're not gonna we we're gonna just put a prayer up for you. We're gonna spray some Florida water on you before you go to the show. Uh <laughs> up there in what is it, Jersey? I I, yeah, I got the stadiums up there. Listen, I am going to tell you right now, I'm going to be at MetLife crying, as you screaming, should. as you should, swaying side to side. And then the perfect thing about your the date that you're going on is like, is maybe at the middle of the tour, and everybody knows from like just 
being a stand, I guess. This is <laughs> what she starts to switch it up. Not that, but also a lot of people don't realize that when they see their favorite artists like on tour, a lot of the time the show hasn't really like gelled really well in those earlier dates. So mm-hmm. I always love seeing artists like at the later parts of the tour because they everything is like in perfect sync and just it's everything. I so I can't. That believe actually it. answers the question. Now that I think about it, that, actually answers the question for why people always ask me why I go to fly out to different cities to see artists in different shows. It's because of that. Like it's always the later parts of their tours that are the best to me. I I promise you after this show because I'm 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 telling you right now I'm not fighting no damn bots. I ain't fighting no damn kids. Bye, I ain't fighting no scammers. Body VIP. I don't got time for it. I'm telling you right now. I'm willing. I'm willing. I am willing. And the nice part about it is, well, at least with the la- with, with on the run, because they didn't give us no merch for like Coachella, other than the shirt that I bought while I was there. Um, they her team like really invest in the merch. Cause I have like actual pins that I have on my leather vest from the tour. Um, like they gave like a pin set, like a little Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of nice little knickknacks and shit that make you remember that show. Even a nice little hat. Like, I still wear that hat. If you've seen me on Instagram, you've probably seen me with that hat on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it's a whole experience. And then I don't know if this was just for the Houston date, but like they had people walking around on the floor uh, selling Chick fil A and shit. And I was just like, girl, this is real classy. We had our own little merch stand on the floor at the back of the, at the back of the, the area and the and, and in the backcourt, it was such a nice experience when you do VIP to Beyonce show. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do Club Carter um because I, I don't believe in standing up. I need my seat when I need to sit down. Okay, let let me have let me get my life. Let me dance. Let me ha- let me get my life to heat it real quick. I feel like right. I feel like higher. Then you can slow down heating. You know, a little classic off the sofa mixed in the dance for you. You know, yeah. give it a little set and then go right into it. Where America has a problem. Listen, you... that is what I'm waiting on. I, and I, I think they need to tell her. They need to tell her to like split the show up and do like the first part of like split it in two sections. The first part is going to be renaissance the album like the whole thing played all the way through mm-hmm. and then for the second half she got to come back and do all the hits i would love if she did that because she knows that we want to hear these songs in the sequential order that's on this album she knows that she always got her people on the internet watching it I, uh, whatever all us fans do i cannot wait mm. when i tell you i cannot fucking wait until mm-hmm. she, until I hear America, I was like, I'm going to scream. Like, America has a problem. That is my song. That is my song. Yeah. And I'm going to cut up to it. It's going to be me, me, my niggas, and my best friend. Okay. All I'm telling you right now, I'm letting it be known. If you want to go, let me know now. I don't want to I don't wait for me. I'm not waiting for you, but I'm telling you. I'm going to send out one text message telling everybody what they owe me. 
have that to me by the day. I, I'm not I'm not doing all this. We have city cards for a reason this house. Okay. We okay. have them and we pay them, amen. So, okay. you know, we, we gotta we gotta do this as a family, as one of my boyfriends says. We're gonna go with a family. <laughs> yes. We it's a family affair. And we and but we, I'm excited. I'm excited. I am. I'm excited, and, but I'm confident because I, I, I already know it's just gonna eat my face off. Just the sound, the fashion, the choreography. I'm just excited. I, I, you know, and I keep, and I'm hearing that some people from her team are leaving. Who the dancers? Ooh. Well, I mean, we knew that looking at the Dubai show. None of those dancers look like her regular dancers. I'm, I'm well, not looking at it, but you know, from the videos and the pictures I've seen, those were her regular dancers. I know, but I'm like, my main question was, um, where's Ashley? I knew Ashley wasn't dancing for her because Ashley, I see her on my Instagram stories a lot now. I just randomly followed her one time and I noticed she posts a lot of her own little like personal journey stuff now. So I think Ashley's probably like on a personal thing or something maybe. But she, leading up to the Dubai show, I didn't see like no kind of posts from her or nothing. So I, I kind of, I, I saw her posting a lot more than before. So I was like, so she's clearly not dancing with the girls in Dubai. Clearly. Because I surely mm-hmm. saw because they're like, are like, oh you did amazing in Dubai. I'm like, she wasn't there. <laughs> I even I know that and I don't even keep up with the dancers like how everybody else does. Like I know that. like you the listen, the girls were not there. I'm like But I I did peek that 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 stage definitely matches the same stage that she used in Dubai. If you look at the seat map on like any random city on the tour. The, mm-hmm. the, the the stage looks exactly the same shape of that stage that was in Dubai. So I think that's going to be the stage she's using based on the shape of it. From the but, overhead shots I've seen of it. But it's no way Mama is going to do a stadium show and not have visuals with that show. I'm not saying I the visuals. I'm not the saying. What are going to look like? Oh, oh, oh. Beyonce, you are sick for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, Beyonce, you are sick for this. That was definitely like a practice session because it didn't have no screens or nothing. And I think the reason they did that, that is so people wouldn't like shoot the <clears throat> screens with their phones and shit. So they had oh, no. no choice but to have their phones facing Conf- the stage if they had one. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that. Because remember, it's a stadium tour. It's yeah. no way. It's no way you can do that without any type, with no type of actual visuals. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So I feel like the screens are going to be like somewhere on the stage, if not on the side. Like it's going to be extra all over the place, and I'm going to enjoy it. I feel like she. If I feel her taunting us in the intro, so please, motherfucker, say side, please. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, re- I am ready. I but please coming. make sure to talk about VIP passes because you do not want to be fighting with no damn ticket master system. I, I learned that the hard way the first time I went to On the Run. Mm. I actually know that was Mrs. Carter. That was Mrs. Carter. That was Mrs. Carter. 
that first time I had to fight for them tickets. Uh, mm I said never again. VIP me, please. I love you, B. Wait, I love you enough to give you this amount of money. Mm-hmm. The only person next to my niggas. Period. Look. Wait, why do you really? And did can I get a refill on my cup? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love y'all, but um, this is Beyonce time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm not fighting any of y'all. I'm gonna say that again. I'm going. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Godspeed. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm speaking it into existence, and I'm speaking it into my bank account's existence. I know that's right. We are going. Okay. <laughs> Keep the eye lighting. We're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a family. As a fa- <sighs> Everybody getting their own tickets, but we going to the camp. <laughs> now, speaking of, because I promise you, at this point, we have cackled inside lines so much. We can just fill this. And that's off why of- I keep. St- I, I just keep staring it back to the main point. Child, because we sidetrack so damn much. So apparently, y'all have nothing better to do with your time. As as if we didn't know this already, y'all have reached new levels of low. Um, oh, yeah, it's two things real quick. It was one thing that I noticed on Twitter that um, concerned me more than anything. Not concerned, but concerned. That's how you know it's a big, it's a big issue. So one of the um the one of the particular fans of a particular artist had found out the address of Chica and decided to try and circle around her house for saying something in regards on Twitter about said artist. What? Mm-hmm. That's how you know I have not been on Twitter. I did not know this. Yes. Oh my God, that's crazy. Y'all literally need to find Jesus in a life. Like the most the beehive did was made a rumor about Carrie Hilton getting Beyonce CDs thrown at her. <laughs> it was just a rumor, like it was just an innocent thing where like these new kids is out of there. Like you really sat here and you're stalking a woman outside of her house. And it's and something I like happened- Chica. Chica makes really good music. So that that's really disturbing. All she does is make music and she may pop a shit on Twitter, but that's it. Yeah, like, I, yeah. That's really sad. Like, that's, that's really fucked up too. And then it gets worse. So mm-hmm. apparently, fans of this particular artist again mm-hmm. had made note of the fact that Lotto had wore the same panties twice. Now, see, I read an article about this. Apparently, eBay pulled the panties off. Yeah, they did. But the crazy part was, the really funny part about the whole situation was, before mm-hmm. eBay pulled it, she had got to close to 100000 I did read that. And I did read that, yeah. That's the, that's the, the hilarious part of the whole situation. 
Oh, eBay pulled it like, yeah, but if they wouldn't have pulled it, sis would have got well over a hundred thousand for a pair of panties that she's well, worn. We, the the crazy part about it is I read the article about this on like Rolling Stone um yesterday. And so they didn't even mention um Okinawa's fans. They didn't mention that it was like fans that were doing it. They just said like she was she posted a photo in like an outfit and i think her panties were showing yeah and they, they clocked it to her older photo and it's just like i mean i don't wear underwear but i thought everybody wears the same underwear at different times or they bought it if, if they find a pair that's cute enough they're gonna buy buy it in the, 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 the same thing like multiple times that's what i do with jockstraps like um, it's called washing your clothes on top of that. So yes, mate. And yes, there's such thing as called duplicate underwear. People have that. But yeah, they you, literally, you literally have nothing better to do. You have nothing better to do with your time than to notice shit like that. I this is why I've given up on much of the internet lately. Like I've I've really stepped away. Cause that was crazy. I, I'm, I'm honestly and truthfully, I think a part of me is reaching that point. Is like tiptoeing there, and it's. I'm and just I'm trying, trying to get my life together. <laughs> and it, it's not even that for me. It's just more so. I've reached a certain stage in my life where I finally can silence out everyone else's noise. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it makes me not want to consume so much of the internet anymore like that. Mm -hmm. So I I've literally been focusing on myself. I, you're talking the exact same thing that I've been going through. And it's just now, like even the crazy part is before, I think when I look, I, I cringe when I listen to shows in the past, mm -hmm. especially how I would speak about relationships. And I'm like, oh God. And now the funny part is all my friends are like, oh, we're going to get you a man. We're going to get you a man. I'm like, I promise you, I finally reached the point in my lonely where I'm comfortable in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally at peace with it. And I'm okay. You and your, with you and your Diane Carroll era, bitch. I share a lot of Diane Carroll shit on my Instagram. A lot of shit, she, even her roles, like, she's me. I, I mm -hmm. promise. If, if you're Diane Carroll, bitch, I've always said I would literally, I embody the spirit of Eartha Kitt. Like, I, I, Kendrick, I spirit. Kendrick spirits, because my gosh, she, when she spoke that infamous interview about compromise, mm -hmm. I'm like, you listen to the whole clip in itself. She really was preaching some shit. And the part that a lot of people skip over is she said, I want to fall in love, with my, in love with myself and I want someone to join me. I'm like, mm. do you understand the words that she just said? Yeah, that's that's a, a reality I've been thinking about lately myself. So I get it. Child. It's just, I'm just at that point. And that's why I'm just like, I'm willing to entertain it now, but at this point, this is where dating is going to get fun because I don't care. Like, I'm all like, right. Like Auntie Luca said, wait for love. But, but till then, we're going to silence. We're going to continue to focus on ourselves. That's what you got to do. Okay. That's, that's something that I have learned. Like, I think that's my, 
I'm, I'm at a point where I'm trying to figure out where I want to go next in my life, mm-hmm. whether that be personally, professionally, or just my side hustles. Like I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to find some kind of direction in all this. So yeah, I, we on the same page. <laughs> like, it's just, and it's, I don't know. It's just when you feel like you want to shake things up or you want to mm-hmm. do things different, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It is like in the journey of finding what that is. It is still like the hazy point where it's like, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? And you still don't yep. know. Mm-hmm. And you still don't know. I'm right there with you currently in life. Okay. Musings of a 30 something. That'll be the episode title. <laughs> Listen, 35 was just, I promise you, I just need, I needed literally a whole gallon of Patron before entering 35. If oh, wow. I would have known that it would be the epiphany age i was like y'all could take it back that was 30 for me mine is 35 and i don't even know what 32 about to throw me in two weeks so we'll see Ooh, yeah. 30 it wasn't 32 for me it wasn't 32. i never forget my sensitive ass was in the bathroom crying at 30. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was the time. That was the time. I was the. Whew, that was a depressed time. But baby, thirty-five was a whole awakening. Wait, a lot of people ain't ready for thirty-five yet. I'm just living a day at a time and trying to get it together. <laughs> okay. Okay. And where are we with? So, because <laughs> I promise you, I'm about to wrap this up so we can get to the topic that we actually are supposed to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this nursing scandal in Georgia? No. So, apparently, 22 nurses practicing in Georgia have allegedly obtained their licenses with fake diplomas or transcripts. I mean, every company knows to use Clearinghouse. I even use Clearinghouse to verify people's education when I was working in healthcare. So why didn't they actually verify this shit? I don't know what happened, but apparently it came from the but board. But it is Jordan. Sorry. The Board of okay. Nurses, the Nordis verse, uh, the Board of Nursing sent letters mm-hmm. to 22 nurses who allegedly obtained licenses with fake diplomas or transcripts, asking them to voluntarily surrender their nursing licenses. These letters were sent on January 17th and so forth. None of the nurses have responded, apparently. No, have done so. That's a damn shame. <sighs> but it is Georgia. It is Georgia. But I don't know, because after the pandemic, people were just desperate for um, folks to come back to work. Yeah, because people still can't believe that I'm working at the office every day. I have to go in every day. Since summer 2021, and I'm not really used to it again, but I'm like, eh, I've just been looking for a lot of um, work from home opportunities. Yeah. 
or even just working for myself. And I see myself on the path that I'm currently on. I just see myself working for myself. Mm-hmm. But I ain't trying to do that struggle. So I'm going to work for other people while I still work for myself on the side. Okay. Hello. Until something more permanent comes along that we like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. plus, plus, I need somebody else to pay for my insurance. <laughs> So, I particularly decided to ask, uh, to ask Kiriakos on, um, because we were having a conversation not too long ago, and it had something to do with, um, I'm very open and transparent with my mental health journey, um, here, mm-hmm. and I spoke. I think I haven't spoken to the change or uh, decline or lack thereof of my sex life. And I was at one point, I think I was just attributing it to just the meds at a certain point. But I just, I don't know. I I guess I'm just reaching a, a space where I don't find enjoyment in it anymore. And I'm not saying that I don't love sex, who doesn't, but at the same time, I just, I don't know, the casual thing is starting to die for me. You're at that point. Well, you passed that point. (laughs) It's just dead. I just, I don't know. It's just because you're at a point in life where you're realizing you want more meaningful things and things that are more tangible. Mm-hmm. And because of that, random people don't fit into that state of mind. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. And it don't make it no better, especially because of the fact I'm in New York. <laughs> it don't make it no better. <laughs> Because the funny thing for me is my partner and I both have, um, well, partners, we all have our jack accounts. And it's just like, I like, I, again, this goes back to being open to transparent. I believe in I did telling people, you know, me and my niggas, we looking for niggas to bust down. So there won't be no misconceptions or confusion once you hit me up point blank period. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how people lead off with that like I, I put that up there for a reason so you can again understand where I'm coming from and, 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 and know what know the fuck it is but at the same time it's just like I, I'm on there chatting with people most of the time people that I've just always chatted with we've just been on that we've been chatting for years I ain't never met but it's just fucking, <laughs> it's weird I feel like it, it's more of a connection there with, with them than Random ass young kids in my neighborhood sending me news on. Exactly. It's just, it's weird. Like, it feels like you're stringing people along, but at the same time, it's like, um, to me, I love it. I love the exclusivity of sex with certain people now. Mm hmm. Not saying we got to be exclusive to each other, but you know, it's just certain people that. It's a connection thing. Yeah, they, they have that connection. It feels exclusive. It's something personal. Sex is not very personal with like random hookups now. It's not, and it's, me. it's just it's that I'm at that point where it's just starting to lose that touch. Mm-hmm. It's starting to lose that touch. It's just like you didn't do anything for me. You can leave, and I'm not. And it's 
not even to the point where even if they don't ask for it right i'm just like um i'm good mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just that's where i am now in life i'm like i really don't want you to touch me you don't have to touch me at all just mark the dollars american express will do nicely thank you okay i am bisexual okay buy me something i just might get sexual you never know and i'm not saying that as an escort but i'm just saying at this point not some transactions let me show (laughs) shout out to the masseuses of the world (laughs) but i <laughs> Listen, some some of them purchases be worth some of them purchases be worth. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't not to the But can y'all please do me a favor? Can y'all stay on the bus with that one generic masseuse that y'all used to scam? <laughs> Who y'all talking about? Uh, the one that, that be wearing them two tight joggers. Not they even him. It's just, yeah, the, they always show this like one buff dude in particular, but I'm like, yo, all we all cannot be him. Like, who's this dumb? And then on top of that, sometimes the words don't even be spelled right or it's in different fonts. I'm like, I've never ran into that. Maybe oh, that's a New York thing. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all got the scan better than this. Y'all got the scan way better than this. Because this is ridiculous. And it feels like, I hate to even completely get off top, but it feels like kind of how the interlude on TLC's fan mail kind of went, where it was saying there's really no connection with people. Listen, let's not predict the future, bit. She really, you know, that's that gem shit. Shout out to her. Oh, yes, honey. She knew. She knew. There is no connection. People don't. People are as shallow as a kiddie pool these days. <laughs> it's just. It's that's what it is these days. It's like, oh my god, you bore me. Like you bore mm-hmm. me badly. Not even in a funny way. You just really bore me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought at a certain point, I really thought it was just my meds. It, it's a mixture of both for me because even most people that are like in relationships, some of them are on medication, and even then, they it's not even the meds half the time, it's just you're not really feeling it. I think that's also a sign of our times where everybody's feeling kind of burnt out. Because I know a lot of times now, as much as I share visuals and all this stuff of my sexiness online, mm-hmm. I don't be feeling it. Like not not in that moment when I'm taking those things, but it's just like I don't really I'm not very sexually active or very motivated for sex now. I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's like a hormonal imbalance. Cause a lot of people have been telling me to probably go get my uh, my testosterone levels checked because some people I know they get like testosterone shots from their yeah. primary care doctor. Yeah. And so I think that may be something to also look into as well. Because I'm like I I just don't miss that raging hormonal thing mm-hmm. and not having someone to take the rage out on in that way. Woo, woo, woo. 
whoa, 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 shout out to Sinclair. That's the part that pisses me <laughs> off. And that's why I'm like, a part of me was like, you know what? We don't have you to rush your, for those. You and your looking for Overton age. <laughs> enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Enough is enough. But I did actually pick up a book. I think I'm going to start reading it. I, t- um, I had told Marlon about it. I had picked up The Ethical Slut. Oh, yeah. You know, that's everybody's um, beginner's, uh, uh, beginner's piece of their discovery. I know, but with how my attention I have it on, it's, it's on Audible, too, because like, I have it on Audible um, if you want to get the audio book. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so yes. in case you don't want to sit and read sometimes, you know, be at work, just listen to it. Because, baby, I'm like, I, I know me. My attention span is only but so much for one. Yeah. I'm like, mm-mm, I need a little thrill. <laughs> but, oh I, I, it's, but it's serious. I be, like, I don't know. I just, I've reached that point in just being comfortable. It's like, you know what? I just really don't feel like being bothered with you today. Or ever. If you even came near me. To quote the great uh, Shantae Moore, don't follow me home, nigga. <laughs> Leave me alone, nigga. I hate your dog, nigga. <laughs> I wish you well. <laughs> right now, I'm just bitter. Listen, y'all, y'all, I, I, listen, I've been a Shantae Moore fan even before goddamn BT that BT Wolves won. Shantae got some good sleeper, sleeper bobs in her catalog. Y'all need to uh, let that in y'all life. Mm-hmm. Come on, let that in your life. That's y'all's homework assignment for this episode. Go listen to some old Shantae Moore albums. But first, you got to play Mood. This is completely off on the tangent, but you got to play Mood first. Then you got to play a still on cover. Oh my and, god! Yeah. At this point, the episode could just literally be called "Music and Music and Meds." At this point, because I mean, why not? The uh, music episode just does the spirit just so right, and, and with life. Sorry, you know I got ADHD. I'll be going off on the tangent a lot. It's fine. But you are not alone. That's why we have Kendrick spirits. Mm-hmm. Now, now, see, that's one thing I I do have medication for that I do not take. Um, Ooh. my primary care doctor prescribed some uh, Adderall, and I Yikes. took that shit for like a good maybe two weeks straight. Day every day I was taking it, and then one day I forgot to take it, and oh baby, the drop from that, oh you feel it. If it, it, you feel like everything is just slow motion, you just feel very off. I don't know what they put in Adderall, but baby, this shit is it, some other shit in there. Thank God, because what? Because I take it because I was diagnosed with high functioning anxiety, so mm-hmm. I was given something to take for anxiety attacks. I after my first run in with the New York crazy this morning. Oh Lord! Yeah, I I have to get a blade, child. So. <laughs> baby, baby, I'm about to order me one. About to order me a piece, cause um, mm-hmm. I don't do that. I I hate, all I can say is, 
All I could say is my hand, my right was waiting. My right was waiting. The way she was trembling, she was waiting. I was like, get me the worst so I could take these pills it's right now. <laughs> my anxiety is spiking and she ain't been spiked in a while since, since like literally before I moved. <laughs> I have, I have, it's funny you mentioned that because recently I, um, you know, I do a lot of creative work uh, for my chapter. And so there were a couple of things that were like not together. And I'm very much a person where, and my boyfriend talks about this a lot. He said, he, he said that I, I, I do not like disorder. I like a plan. I like things to be in place. I like organization. And nothing for this particular project that I was working on was organized. And my thing is, I'm going to tell you, I don't, I don't believe in repeating myself because it annoys me to repeat myself. I just hate it. So I'm going to tell you one time and you have that one time to listen to me when I say I need X, Y, Z, one, two, three by this date. So we can meet this deadline because the deadline is very important. Mm-hmm. And I just flat out told my brother, I was just like, bro, I'm this shit is triggering the fuck out of me. Please get me what I need so this can be done. So we won't have to worry about this after the fact we are on a, we are on a deadline. I'm, I I cannot exist without order or planning. I'm a serial planner. That is like one of my good but bad habits. <laughs> but it, it triggered the fuck out of my anxiety. And I, 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 for a while, I wasn't telling people what was triggering me. Um, because a lot of times I can get, I get annoyed and then I get very silent. And I know it's I, I, I'm working on it. I do take it out on people sometimes when it just pisses me off. My I can't, you know, function right. So I've just have ha- just getting to the point where I'm telling people exactly how the fuck I'm feeling and what is causing it from their end. So I get I get where you're coming from. I do. It it, it just you just reminded me because I do have a trigger for my anxiety and I just realized what it is. My God. So and I I, I hate change plans at the last minute too, but go ahead, yeah. <laughs> First of all, I don't like having to get mad because I don't get mad often. But when when I get mad, it's not pretty, and yeah. it it comes with a lot. It comes with a lot of yelling and, and fists being thrown. No one wants that in their life because mm-hmm. that person doesn't come out unless he has to. And that's not a bitch. That's a beast. That's a different thing. But that's just not a conversation at the time. I realize that I don't. I'm not good with being told what to do. Mm. Follow me here. Mm -hmm. Of course, in the bedroom, always, if you can, in the words of the iconic and legendary Jill Scott, if you can tell me what to do, baby, you can tell me what to do. Somebody else shot right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jennifer is screaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the line. Hold the line. Listen, if you did not watch Southside on HBO Max, please do yourself a favor <laughs> and get into it. But it's it's a way for me that you have to ask me to do certain things, mm-hmm. and if it comes across as an order. I automatically go back into the things that used to trigger me from way back when in the past. It's like, listen, you don't mm-hmm. want to attitude. Please don't do that. I, I'm I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you what it is. Nobody will get hurt. 
No, if you do, you will, we would all work together just fine if you listen to me this one time. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want me to get to that level. That level's not good for you. It's mm-hmm. not good for me. Nope. I like working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. I like paychecks. I like yes. to buy things. I'm expensive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of me. <laughs> I was sitting here. Look, I was sitting here contemplating before I even called you. I was sitting there on Foot Locker uh, right then and there. Like, hold on. I like these shoes. <laughs> I can't. I'm in my get cute era. Y'all should all be happy for that now. Listen, I'm just pulling the mind because I'm I was wearing black for a good while. I've been trying to throw a pop of color here and there now. Oh, you know, I'm listen. trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to reinvent myself and do better. At this point, child, I'm letting the world know. Nine times out of ten by forty, this is all coming off. I'm tired of hair. <laughs> Not I'm you tired. being Doja Cat. I am because I'm reaching my father's era because uh, I hate to say it, but sometimes as your parents age, you look at your pa- how your parents age. I realized where my dad was losing hair. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna cut it. I'm not even gonna go down that road. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna. Go. Nah, uh, but I think it was because I dyed mine during the pandemic, <laughs> and I think I let it knock it off too long. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it ain't bad, but you know, it, it's real subtle. Mm-hmm. Come on, real subtle. At least mm-hmm. you got one gray patch. I have a whole full head. Oh, yeah. I got my first great too. I wonder what I and I, I feel like truly that's why every time I don't it's just weird for me when people refer to me as a daddy now. I'm just like, no. No. I'm no, not ready that, to reach that arrogance. I'm not even there yet. I'm still trying to get me together again. Focusing on me. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't need you fucking that up. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying that I, I, I don't I'm not saying that, I, that I'm that i young forever but I'm saying that, that I'm not there yet <laughs> to quote I'm, Mariah no listen for my 40th for my 40th anniversary honey because you know whenever it's an even or a semi-annual anniversary because you know that happens every ten, 5 to 10 years I owe it to myself because I, I don't know. I want to do something big for 40. Let's do something big. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to figure it out. Hopefully, it'll be, get, hopefully, it should be off med soon. I like to travel, so I know for sure I'll probably be doing some kind of like traveling thing or something. <laughs> I don't know. For some odd reason, I've always wanted to do Africa. Do it. I am. I want to, but I want to do it around. Um, of course, this time because it's warm in Africa right now. Yeah, because I know a couple people that live in um, Cape Town. Mm-hmm. I really want to go. I, I do too. But I also want to go to Ghana. Um, it seems like everybody's going to Ghana now, so I think the flight's got to be like mad affordable. Hmm, that's something to look at. But I don't know. I feel like this year, especially after everything that happened, I owe it to myself to make up for 35. And plus, after one thing I realized after witnessing everything we went through with COVID, which is one mm-hmm. of the reasons why actually 
the reason why I wanted to do this episode is this one makes it a year since I decided to actually get help. Hmm. So what happened was, and this is where this episode gets interesting. What happened mm-hmm. was I had a conversation with my mother. This is all this happened after I lost my grandmother, um, September of the year prior. Mm-hmm. I said to my mom, I was like, yeah, I think I'm ready to start therapy. And she was like, why? I said, I'm tired of being happy only one day out of the month. Mm. And honestly, that was the day I turned over my insurance card and called the number and asked for behavioral health references. We love uh, insurance from the job. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you don't learn anything from this episode, especially the benefit, use the behavioral health. Call a Blue Cross, call Anthem, who else? Call up Aetna. And don't be shamed if you are on Medicaid, baby, it's free. F-R-E-E. And especially mm-hmm. if you live in a if you live in a metropolitan area or urban city, nine times out of ten, if you go to therapy and they accept your insurance, they pay you to come. The only thing for me with therapy, and I'm not being a person that's against it, is every time I get I have gotten into therapy. It mm-hmm. feels like I'm just having a conversation with the person. I kind of already am doing what they're recommending. And a lot of things, and a lot of people around me will tell you, I set boundaries a lot. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you no a lot. And like, that's okay. Yeah, and, and, and so it's just like, I, I hate going to therapists just to be told that the shit I'm already doing is actually working. It's just like keeps piling shit on my plate. And it becomes to be overwhelming. But you know what? I shout out to my therapist because my therapist is like, yeah, it does come across as a conversation, but my therapist mm-hmm. is a reinforcement of the kick in the ass. So yeah. As well, you probably noticed, but I've unfortunately, thanks to the pandemic, developed social anxiety. So yeah. I hate public spaces. I with a passion. Yes, I now. noticed that. I noticed that when I saw you in December. Mm-hmm. I can't stand, I can't stand it with a passion. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. So, going to like functions and shit like that now just make me anxious as fuck. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of stuff that I have to do for myself is I literally, this is again why I'm a serial planner. Like, I like to know where I'm going on such, such day, because I have to build up the mental strength just to go to some place. Mm-hmm. For example, like if I travel for one weekend, I know like the past maybe three weeks, I've traveled two weekends back to back. I always make sure to set time aside to just sit at home the following weekend when I when when I have nothing on my schedule. Because it is very it's taxing mentally for me to just show up the place sometimes. <laughs> I, I mean, I get and, and, and it's one thing I keep telling um, one of my good. I had to tell one of my good friends who actually he had to go get do better about his health because he found out he had um, diabetes and mm-hmm. they got him on metformin and all that shit. But I, I, I literally had to talk with him recently. I said, "You have to show up for yourself." Mm-hmm. So even though 
I got to build that mental strength to know I got to deal with people Monday through Friday and then possibly Saturday and Sunday. Um, take some time for yourself. Always, that's the question I've been asking a lot of people around me lately. Are you taking time for yourself? Because I know we all going through it. Baby, let me tell you something. With this schedule... My time for myself is like when my boyfriend goes to work. That's my me time to just sit at home and just play some music or do another creative project that I'm thinking about or research and stuff. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That 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 is weird. That's my therapy, I guess. It may be a, a bottle or a glass of wine, but okay for a glass of wine now. <laughs> but I, I mean, you got to do stuff like that to really maintain your peace. You do, which is another reason why I tell people I'm always at home. Like I'm always at home because I, my home is my little nest. <laughs> okay. Um, so I like being at home much more now. It's not even because of COVID, because even if COVID didn't exist, I would still be sitting at home. But I feel okay being at home. It, when when I'm inviting people over to eat or just come hang out or whatever, I just like being home. And the I thing will is, pick weekends for that. See, the thing is for me, especially now with me, like really starting to, now that Christmas is over, I really can decorate my house. Mm-hmm. So the first thing before I even do the house running, I want to do one in the spring. I want to do the living room. So I'm debating first, like how I want to do it. They, like these are things that occupy my time versus yeah. these nits. So <laughs> I'm thinking of how I want to do that. How I want the bedroom to look. Do well, my best drinks? friend, uh, my best friend did that. She literally realized niggas were the problem. And mama literally Moved into a new apartment, decked the bitch out. That's her again, building her nest. Okay, build your nest is okay to build your nest. It is okay, especially if you are on this, but Lord Jesus. Because thank God for meds, but before I promise you today, I would have got off at like the next stop and be like, get me to the hospital now. Yeah. Because I also have to remember to breathe in those moments too. Shout out to Layla uh, Hathaway. Remember to breathe. Because, baby, I needed to breathe. I was so, first of all, he ruined my morning high. Uh Uh-oh. I was through with a capital T. Through. Mm -hmm. When he ruined my my morning high. I'm like, no. This time I had to deal with the office. And you know, this is this also speaks to another thing. Um, and I guess early in the pandemic, I realized, um, number one, I didn't just stop using like cigarillos, like basically any kind of nicotine, I was only using it to roll on my weed. But I was realizing that I was having a problem and I wanted to smoke a lot. But mm-hmm. also, I realized I don't want to be a person that's dependent on substances. So I joked about it early in the episode where I was saying I'm very straight edge during the week. I mm-hmm. am straight edge because I realized I can't really function completely um, inebriated on any kind of substances. And I think that's also kind of why another part of me working on my life and trying to get it together is like, 
bitch, this shit is cool to do to if to relax on the weekend. But like, I'm not a person where I I need to hit a blunt or take an edible or have some tincture every day. No, like Monday through Friday, sometimes I can go a whole week without. Like I, I not without, but more abstaining. And you know, when it's time to relax and all that stuff, you know, I hit the weed, you know. Kinda I listen. Like, I, I self-medicate. There's nothing wrong with it, but let me tell you something. I'll, I'm a firm believer in airing out. You mean like the apartment? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So what do I mean by air out? So I reach a point where I feel like I can't function or my highs don't feel normal. Mm-hmm. So what I'll do is I'll do this thing where I call it air out. So when I air out, I'll go, like you said, you can go like a week without. I mm-hmm. can too. It's also like a mental thing. Like, yeah, you can go without weed. Yeah. So, but at the same time, when I actually do smoke again, those highs feel better. Yeah. That like you I get what you mean. Yeah. Because whew, when you finally do smoke again. <laughs> Mm, it hits like it's supposed to hit. And do. Okay. Shout out to this. Shout out to this Jack Zings. And, but yes. You I'm, I'm having water. <laughs> Come on, water. I told y'all I had a day. <laughs> but Listen, I, don't forget you got a hydrate in, in the midst of all this shit, too, now. Oh, please. In the office, that's the main thing I do have is water. <laughs> but it's, I wanna, it's a part of aging like you gotta again set your boundaries drink your water build up your mental strength build your nest these are all really good things look at us doing a counseling session on each other okay. for these people to listen we have an epiphany in, in real time Damn okay and mind you we ain't charging you for none of this okay this is free game yeah okay I'll bill you later. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in your town, buy me a drink, damn it. Okay. A drink. When I, on the weekends when I am what? Okay. Not on the straight edge time. Thank you. Come on, straight edge time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. And even then, like, I've also cut out alcohol out of my life. Like, I don't really drink as much as I used to. I don't know. I just don't really like the feeling of being drunk because I, I always thought people were bullshit when they said those after 30 hangovers are a bitch. Oh, they are a bitch. You Let me tell you something. <laughs> you do not bounce back. I, I have mastered no hangover. I've mastered. I know the one thing I I can appreciate over 34 is knowing my... No, I can be one of the girls be like, yeah, I actually do know my body, especially when it's not sober. So mm-hmm. I could feel like I may have too much. Like, yeah, I need to eat something. They're like, well, I'm like, because I don't do vomit. I need to eat something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, well, I'm like, I'm not, this isn't my 20s where I would just keep drinking and everything is cute because I'm drunk and then just deal with it the next day. Like, no, I need to eat something because I'm not going to deal with this later. Yeah, I blacked out drunk like twice in my life and they were, mm-hmm. most of the, both times were in college. Well, no, one time was in college and the other was, Shortly after college, but yeah, I learned. I learned Maybe. my limit. I let me tell you something about the one time that the one of the times that I blacked out because oh my god, I can tell both story time. I, all I'm gonna say is I lived in Austin and we went to Sixth Street one night. 
And everybody that been to Austin know how that Sixth Street drinking will kick your ass. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so story time, real quick. So the one time is real short. The first one is real short. So one of my high school friends, my straight high school friends, was like, "Yo, what are you doing today?" I'm like, "Um, nothing. I'm just chilling, whatever." He was like, "Hey, right, yo, we gonna go out tonight?" I'm like, I, "Okay." He was like, "I'm gonna let you know right now, like." what eat lots of bread Mm-mm. i'll see you later like okay this man pulled out the large size of ciroc redberry oh and said this whole bottle is yours and you're gonna drink it tonight oh no I, to this day, refuse to drink Ciroc Redberry. I had a similar experience on the, when the Apple one first came out. Mm-hmm. And Solange did a party in Austin for South by Southwest. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2013, 2014, 2015, something like that. Somewhere in, there, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. But I got to the party late and it was at this private event in Austin, very gorgeous place. I got there late, and so all that they had was Sprite and Apple Syrah. That's a nasty yeah. combination. It wasn't. It tasted great. Oh, but then then next day, I was actually I was riding with my friends, and we went to Whataburger that night. And I remember throwing up in the Whataburger parking lot. So, yeah, I, I see you on the Syrah memories. And funny enough, the first rock I ever had was the Red Beer. It was pretty good. Actually, it was on my 21st birthday, ironically. And the funny part was that was the first time I ended up at the strip club that night. Me too. We went to the male strip club and I asked them. Come on, Kendra's Phoenix. The one here in Houston is strange. It's called called La Bar or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Don't go in there. Ever. Don't go in there. We went into the strip club. I promise you, I don't remember nothing because I blacked out and I woke up. I was like, how long were we in there? Because I woke up in the car. Like I came oh, back wow. to out of it. I was like, how long were we in there? He was like, yo, we was in there for like almost two hours. I'm like, we were. He said, yo, you had strippers backing up you and everything. I'm like, I did. <laughs> I, like, but the worst one was the one when I went to the club with my friend. Shout out to my friend Dasheen. And we went to, I forget, what club did we go to? I forget the name of it right now. We were at a club and I was, I, it was a double night. So I was drinking and smoking at night. So by the time we had got out, we had smoked on the way there, like two months on the way to the club, got two drinks while we went in there, decided to smoke again. The walk back into the club, because at the time weed was illegal, a cop pulled up behind us. So we was like, oh, we need to get, we need to walk back to the club. Mm-hmm. So the walk back to the club, I blacked out. Come on. I come back, I come back into consciousness. I know we are now outside the club. I am chomping on this chicken shish kebab unapologetically like I am at home. And it just And I looked at my friend. I said, Dash, what the fuck just happened? 
He says, you don't remember anything I said, Dash. I blacked out walking back into the club. He was like, oh, my God. I said, I remember nothing. Apparently, I was grabbing dicks. Apparently, I was talking to some dude. We was having a whole conversation. I'm like, I don't know who you were talking about. I don't know who I had a whole conversation with. What happened? I'm like, oh, my. I'm like, oh, my God. This can't happen ever again. Mm-hmm. Never again. I was like, never the fuck again. Listen, the only thing I remember when I blacked out was I went out with my friends in Austin. I remember drinking a lot. I drank some blue motherfuckers probably for the first and last time that night. Mm. I had had like two or three of them back to back and Oh my I don't. God. I remember taking some shots before we got here. I don't know. I came home and threw up all in my little bed. I was in college. Rolled over in my throw up in the sheets. It was. I was like, baby, this was. I was like, wow. And was still vomiting the next morning when I woke up. Like I wasn't good to probably that Monday. Child, you don't got me sitting here exchanging drunk stories. <laughs> I can't. It's I, part of the process. It is, child, because, baby, it was some dark times, but it was some they fun were, times. But, but think about it. You still here. To quote Dorinda Clark, you still here by the grace of God, bitch. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm still here, here, here. Oh, <laughs> I'm so done with you. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm done. What what did I do? Where are your backup dancers? Where are they? Where are my background dancers? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but this this is all part of the process. Like in order to get back to you, like you, it, it life. I'm learning. You're not gonna learn the lesson, like right then and there. But it's like you just kind of have a mental check in with yourself. Like, yeah, bitch, we gotta set some boundaries. We gotta stay hydrated. We gotta again build our own nest. We gotta build that mental strength up. But also realize that we don't need to be dependent on substances and those kind of things. Like these are all life lessons. These are facts, facts that are true. Mm-hmm. But it's all part of taking care of yourself. Baby. It's a journey. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know who, who I can say was really great for my mental health and I don't know her personally at all. So cool. I want to say it was like maybe two years ago. Or it was like either last year or year before last. Ariana Grande did like she bought like a couple million dollars worth of um, counseling sessions for people to try with better help. And I w- I really did like that service, and I would have went back if I just wish one of these counseling apps took insurance. I don't know. I don't know how it works with any of them, but I know with BetterHelp, they didn't take my insurance. You had to pay for it like per session or like do a monthly subscription. Um, I think 
BetterHelp just started taking insurance. If oh, I, really? I could be wrong, I could be wrong. I think they did or they're about to. It's one of the apps that's about to. But it was nice that I was matched with a counselor who was black. She was a lesbian. But it was nice to literally relate to people. That's the one thing I can say I hate about the whole mental health system. You find people online through like Google and stuff who meet meet whatever you're trying to I don't know. You're trying to find people that are like you to be your counselor, if, if that makes sense. That's how I look at it. Yeah, and so know, I find those... Hmm? The funny part is, it's hilarious you just said that. Because my first therapist was a lesbian, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but like, it, it's nice to find people that are like you that speak the same language, like, same rhythm of life that you do. Right. Because it, it, again, it, it just pretty much validates everything that you've been doing for yourself. And I, once I went to her, I was just like, "Listen, I thank Ariana Grande for that shit so much." But I realized, bitch, I'm 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 doing good for where I'm at. And I, you kind of, I tweeted about it earlier today because I was just thinking about some work shit. And I was just like, "Yeah, none of this shit matters." No, and it also relates to my Instagram story that I did like yesterday while I was basically saying. I have a a special appreciation for people that know who they are. And I, I think through all the shit that life throws at me, I always keep at the very root of everything that I know who I am. And I'm not going to let these circumstances overpower where I want to go in life and where I see myself going and where my ambition can take me and where I want my ambition to take me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's literally always a lesson in the middle of every fucking thing. You just don't really realize it off real sometimes. This is a fact. It's just, it, it's still just like you would think, oh, you reach a certain point in your life and you know yourself. And like you, you always will have a forever evolving answer to who you are or who you think you are or where you want to go in life. That answer should always change. Yeah. Like, I feel and you like, also always need to give yourself credit in those moments too. Mm-hmm. Because you're realizing the trigger, but also you're realizing again, this shit is not gonna overpower me. It ain't. Just play you some Beyonce, start off with track one. You know, you know, please, they're not. You know, it's a mantra. You know, you can mm-hmm. literally be having a bad day and then all of a sudden, please, motherfucker, say, you know, it's just, it's, it's embedded in you. Yeah. It's embedded in you. You got this. Because we could have been gone a long time ago, but we still wake up another day and catch a new uh, breath. Yes, honey. I think we can wrap it at that point. I want to thank Kiriakos for taking time out of his. Oh, so busy scheduled to be here with us this evening to have this. Do be busy. Uh, uh, hello, somebody. So ha- I think we just going to call this whole talk at this point because it's just a smorgasbord of an episode of things I just felt like talking about it at, at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. It just was a cute little cat. It was everything. It was everything. I liked it. I liked like, it. Like usual. Like usual. 
as, as always, you know, part the good way. <laughs> this is the work part of camp. <laughs> With that being said, I will see you guys next week. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Bye.